Welcome to the Writer's Hour, where we have creative conversations with up-and-coming authors on their latest books. This is the place to be if you wish to get a preview of new books that are available for the voracious bibliophile, as well as the story behind the story for the voyeur who wishes a peek behind the creative curtain. Here's your host, Janine Bolin. Hi, this is Janine Bolin, and welcome to the Writer's Hour Creative Conversations, where we get the stories behind the stories from people who have everything from debut books to folks who are multi-generational and multi-genre writers. And today I have with me Darla Evan, who is a certified dream builder coach. She can help you design and manifest the life that is in harmony with your soul's purpose. Now that sounds really deep, but she is deep, but she is also lighthearted. And that's the thing I love about Darla. She's worked with hundreds of clients. She's helped them build their dreams. She's helped them accelerate their results and have richer, more fulfilling lives. She's not only an international speaker and author of Broken to beautiful, but she's worked with thought leaders like Bob Proctor, Mary Morrissey, Brian Tracy, Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, and Dean Graziosi. You've, you've heard a few of these guys, right? These women and men have been about YouTube for a long time. Darla just had to share her story. She was compelled because she wanted to inspire you today to move your life, life from whatever crisis you might be in to clarity. And that's what compelled her to step out of her box, even though she has been through some of the most difficult times, not once, but three times. Once because she lived it, the second time because she wrote a book about it, and a third time because she speaks about it. So talk about having to relive your past. She does that a lot just because she wants to help you today, learn how to move into forgiveness and to live a full life. So Darla, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I feel blessed to be on your show. Oh, thanks. All right. (laughs) Well, with that mutual love best, let's move into the brass tacks. Because as you know, I like to get to the meat of a solution. So you felt compelled to write this book, Broken to Beautiful, a real life story of crisis to clarity. I read the book. I'm not going to share any details because I want other people to read this, but you really are very effective at helping people move from feeling stuck to feeling like they have some control in their world now. So tell us a little bit about what compelled you to write your story. You know, I've been through some, some traumas in my life, as we all have, or many of us have, and I find that when, I, when we don't give up and we have that unsinkable faith and that bounce back attitude, like I decided for me, made the decision that I'm in charge of me and I'm not stopping anything that I want because of past adversity in my life. And I've had some, and I'll just give you a couple snippets, some child abuse, some domestic violence, broke my neck in a car accident and lost a career, um, had a son in prison. There's a few things that have set me back in my life. And I could go down that rabbit hole of why me? Or I could choose to say, gosh, teach me the lessons and let me go share with other people how to use these lessons and be stronger in their life so that maybe they don't have to go through what I've gone through. And, and that they can, and, and given them the faith that they can overcome, right? 
Well, and this is what brought you and I together was the fact that you and I had both been in accidents. Yours was a car accident. Mine was a horse accident Mm -hmm. where we were both told that not only was our life going to have to alterly change, I was told I would never walk again, which is why when I dance, I just let it all go because I had three days of not being able to feel anything below my waist and being told that was going to be a, that was my new normal. And you equally had to totally alter your career. You had to because of your car accident. And like you said, you have a son in prison and, you know, you and I were just talking about some of the things that happened to us. And so you can really sit in that, what we like to call tar pit, <laughs> like the right. San Andreas, the, right. the tar pit, you know, just sit there and, and really wallow in that. Well, we encourage you to do that five, 15 minutes a day and then pop yourself back out. So talk to people a little bit, if you don't mind, talk to folks about what helped you get there. Cause we hear this word faith all the time. Like you got to have faith. You got to have faith. And right. some people just want to scream at the scream at the radio or scream at YouTube and go, what the hell are you mean? You know, what, what do you mean? Faith? Look at me, look at me. You know, they're screaming that, yeah. you know, look at what's going on in my world. Yeah. So how do we help, you know, how do we help turn that person around and be able to share a different story? I think it goes to our paradigms and our, our limiting beliefs. Like, so I share this story and I heard this on an interview a while ago and there, there were two twin girls, right? And one, both of the twins had gone through abuse and gone through some traumas in their life. And one twin girl turns out to be a prostitute and a drug addict. And the other twin, identical, turns out to be the successful entrepreneur and they were interviewed and the one twin that they asked, were asked the same question. And the one twin says, well, how could I not turn out this way? Cause look at my past and the successful twin, they asked her the same thing. And she said the same thing. How could I not turn out successful? Look at my past. So for me, it's a choice and it's about, are you willing to overcome? Are you willing to put on your, for me, my big girl pants and shift my mindset and, I know that life can be good if I choose to make it good. Did I have some crap go on? Yeah. Did I have to learn to walk again? Yeah. But it's an emotional, this event, these old events are traumas and we create this reaction to it and we get stuck in living that over and over this memory. And for me, I was like, Oh, do I deserve it? Cause gosh, I went through divorce and I went through this and you almost get victimy if you will. And I am not a victim and I love, love connecting with other people's hearts and to teach them that they too don't have to be a victim. And it's not failure when you fall off the horse or have the car accident or lose your career or, or something happened in your past that was out of your control. It's failure is feedback. And if you can choose to take the lessons and learn from them and move forward, that is gets you into what is what, what you can be. So it's just mindset shifting, right? And And sometimes, yeah. And sometimes we need somebody like you to kind of come along into our world and give us that feedback, that gentle reminder, if you will, of look, you don't have to live this way any longer. I know you feel stuck, but that doesn't mean you are stuck. And so when you talk about failure is feedback. Let's talk about that a little bit because you and I are both businesswomen. We both run multiple businesses. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've always seen is failure when something just crashed and burned and I had my hopes, I was like, wow, that does not work for me. 
and I've got to find an alternative path. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you really have to sit at that fork in the road and define for yourself, are you going to continue to stay in that dark place? You're going to move forward. So right back to that element of broken promises. You and I were talking about that before we came on. We were talking about Mm -hmm. that element of there is societal promises that a lot of us at this age, I'm going to say, you know, I'm 56, you know, that I was taught as a young child that are gone, like with COVID and the shutdowns and the global situation that we have now, whatever those promises were, they're gone. And so how do we uh, assist others in changing those promises in our heads, right? Because that may be stuff you've even forgotten about. So I know you have some answers to helping them with that NLP training you have. Yeah, and so that goes to our unconscious mind. And it's about reprogramming our unconscious mind and releasing and walking our clients through releasing those limiting beliefs, if you will. And when we do that, then the results change. And then they get to bring into their conscious mind that we get to choose what we want to believe like poor me or whatever. Um, and, and NLP people, NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. All it is, is that mind body connection. It's that digging deeper and wanting to learn more and um, God teaches us to get better results. And it's about modeling success, like not reinventing the wheel. And, and what did other people do that also had adversity in their life that they overcame? So I mentored coaches have coaches, by the way, I have a coach. I'm sure you have a coach. And so I just learn as much as I can. So I can go out and take the lessons I've learned and help other people and coach them. So it's just role-playing and teaching them to release and, um, getting through those old programmings and reprogramming your mind to something more positive that will fit them better and get them better results. Right. And to get those better results and to make quality choices sometimes takes a level of forgiveness that people have not been taught. Right. Um, I had to learn how to forgive because I did not have that as a, that was never modeled for me. So it's hard to have a skill set that has never been modeled for you. And I was actually needing a lot of education. So typical scholar, I did a lot of reading, right? right? But for you, it was a very different path. So talk to us a little bit about how you teach yourself to forgive what others may say is the unforgivable, right? So how do you move in that direction? I think for me, I'm going to speak for me. Forgiveness is about, for me, if I didn't forgive, I'm holding on so tight to my past that I'm unable to receive for my future, right? Because I'm so angry and unforgiving and it closes my heart. It closed my heart down. I was angry. I was angry at my father for a while. I I thought, you know, I wanted him to die when I was a child. I mean, I had a lot of anger and I didn't know as a kid, how to process that, if you will. And so I went through a lot of therapy and just over the years, it's like, what do they say? It's like drinking poison and hoping the other person will die. It's only hurting yourself if you don't forgive. And I learned, you might know, have you ever heard of Ho'oponopono? It's a Uh, practice. Uh So it's about that I learned when I was doing my NLP training. And basically in a nutshell, it's four simple words. I'm sorry please forgive me. Thank you. And I love you. And 
you imagine the person that created this pain in your life, whether it's an abusive husband or an abusive father or, you know, forgiving a son that made a poor choice and ended up in a, in a incarcerated and, you know, it's all these levels of forgiveness. I'm speaking for me again, but if you forgive and I, and it's about forgiving yourself. Like I had to forgive myself because I thought, I thought for a while, maybe I deserve this. Right. And so when I forgave myself, then I started being able to forgive others and Ho'oponopono really helped me with that. And then miracles started happening in my life. Like, and, and it's not a one-time process, Janine, for me, I had to do it over and over. Cause I was like, well, I've gone to therapy and I've done this and I've done that. And I thought I forgave and it's not a one-time event. It'll pop up and something will trigger me and I have to let it go again and let it go again and let it go again. So just keep that in your mind that forgiveness is not a one-time you know, event. So yeah. Well, and it is incredibly painful process. At least it was for mm-hmm. me in the forgiveness, especially when I was trying to learn and I was working toward forgiving myself because I was raised Irish Catholic. There's mm-hmm. a lot of guilt associated with that uh, upbringing. And I had to learn to be angry. Like I was not allowed to be angry. Right. So I had to learn and allow myself to learn how to be angry and actually walk through blame. Like I had to get to a place where I was blaming people and then I would giggle because it was so ludicrous, right? Here I am at 30 or 35 blaming people for something that I was five years old when it happened and it would get me laughing. And then that was healing for me. So sometimes you have to move through a really, what seems like dark place, like, you know, anger and betrayal. And then you start blaming everybody but yourself. And then you start realizing, oh, well, yeah, I was five. I I couldn't have figured this out on my own. And then you're able to laugh about the just sheer funniness of the situation. And so that's for me where stand-up comedians really help, you know, is being able to move us through that. But where your gift is in, in, where I'm more the clown, the goof. Uh, What I loved about what you did when you were presenting on the international stages that I was lucky enough to be a part of, uh, you were sharing with people how to move out of that stuck feeling. Like Mm -hmm. you may be right now, wherever you are, you may be listening at a time when you feel like you are trapped, you're stuck. So how do we start slowly unraveling that so that we we can see the opportunities that are always around us. So what were some of your processes that you used, Darla? Well, one, a a coach really helped me. Therapy really helped me. Journaling was key. And that, that goes back to when I was a teenager and I didn't, I didn't know about a therapist or a coach at that point. And what I did then and, and what I still do today that serves me at a high level is to write. I write what I'm feeling. And I also journal a lot about gratitude because I have so much to be thankful on and that shifts my mindset from getting out of the crap to getting like some of the stuff I went through. I look back now and think, Oh my gosh, that really was a gift. Like I wouldn't wish my life on anyone yet. I wouldn't change a thing because I learned so much. And some of the worst things taught me my biggest lessons. Does that make sense? Oh, it totally does. Now that we're on this side of the chaos, right? Right. After you've been able to get through the chaos. So for our listeners who maybe find themselves in the mud pit, I I call it the mud pit, you know, you're slopping around in the mud, you're just getting dirty and you don't feel like you're, (laughs) you're not getting any traction to be able to move forward. And when people say, Oh, I'm so stuck. I always go, how can you tell? And that usually starts them thinking about all the reasons why they're stuck to which I'm like, 
you, you feel like you're stuck, but you have infinite potentiality because you're a soul. So that's my little technique. But what is yours that you use to help people? You mentioned journaling. And see, I didn't journal because my, my uh, environment was taught, taught me that you never write anything down. You don't want red in court. So that was mm-hmm. my background and training. So I was uh, very much held back on that. But you felt the freedom to journal and you were like, thank God I did because it helped you write this beautiful book, Broken to Beautiful, right? Or I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Broken to Beautiful. I wanted to make sure I read that right. Anyhow, so for you though, uh, you had this uh, much gentler way of opening up and seeing your potentiality. I think connecting with nature too was big for me. Journaling was used again, which is what birthed this book because I went back through old bur- journals and I kept reading the same things over and over and over like, oh my gosh, the power of a positive mind and shine your light. And I, I kept, I would highlight things that would repeat themselves in my old journals, like forgiveness and, you know, being positive and elevating our vibrational frequency, if you will. So when we have joy, love, peace, gratitude, and we are at that level, we vibrate higher. And if we have hate and anger and, and just, I want to get back at attitude, that's such a low vibrational energy. And I think when we can stay up here, people that understand energy, we're all energy and I just get it. So maybe I'm talking woohoo, but it is powerful stuff. And when we can vibrate at that higher level, that helps. And I like to talk about, I have a thing called the results formula and it's just about our thoughts. So it's, it's like your thoughts cause your feelings. So when you're joyful, you feel happy, right? And when you think, oh crap, I got this big to-do list tomorrow. (sighs) Now I'm stressed. So our thoughts actually affect our physiology. And so then these feelings cause actions. So when I'm confident or energized, I take different action than when I feel depressed or frustrated. And so then those actions cause my results and results don't lie. So it's our actions or lack of actions that create our results. And that's where I love coaching people. Did, did that make sense? Were you able to follow me? Like your thoughts, cause, your thoughts cause your feelings, your feelings cause your actions, and your actions cause your results. And a lot of people resist that concept because they don't like that their life is a result of their own thinking. Yet it's absolutely true. Like to think is to create. And I live by that mantra. Like the power of our mind is so great. If you can think it, you can become it. You can overcome it and you don't give up. And I think that is the key. Even if you're stuck, um, we, there was, when I was, I was raised in Japan and there was a story that was told frequently and it was about frogs and stuck in a bucket of cream. And these two little frogs kept going and going and going. And the one wanted to give up. And as the story goes, ends up that, that the one frog ends up living, even though he was exhausted. And the story took a long time to tell. And I'm cutting through it. But basically what ended up happening is you don't know how you're affecting the universe with your positive mindset mm-hmm. until you step on the cream that has turned into solid. So the little frog was just paddling and paddling and paddling. He turned the milk of the cream so much that he made globs of butter and was able to jump out of the bucket so just when you think you're drowning you know you just keep thrashing about so as i share with people who feel that they're stuck in the mud or stuck in uh the san andreas you know tar pits or you know wherever whatever metaphor you want to use where you feel stuck realize 
that you've been trying to go at the challenge or the problem in one direction. Mm -hmm. So change it up. And like Darla mentions in her beautiful book, Broken to Beautiful, you know, she says, journal, start sharing that. Get out in nature, walk around, go to places that are inspiring to you. So that's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a challenge if you're in a shutdown. So Darla, where do you go for inspiration when you're in a shutdown, what do you do? You know, I do meditation. I journal. I go out and take a walk in nature. I went out on my paddleboard the other day and just floated on the lake, and it got me out of my head and into my heart. And and I go back to, I think we all can get in this rut, right, where we get stuck. Where, and so I love the story of, like, everyone dies, but not everyone lives. And who out there is not living? Like, do you want to get to the end of your life and say, crap, I never did that one thing. I didn't have the courage. I didn't want to risk it. And I didn't pursue that dream. Like, wake up, people. We're in a pandemic now. We have time where we're locked in and you have time to think. Like, what is it you want to dream of? And dream again. And then once you start taking action slowly towards those dreams, that will get you unstuck as well. Well, okay, so you've like given us these beautiful pieces, these little pieces of gold that we can take with us into our lives, such as failure is nothing more than feedback, and you have a results formula, and thoughts become things. So where do people connect with you if they want to learn more about your book or buy your book or uh, connect with you at a deeper level? Where do they go? So the number one place would be my website, DarlaIvonInternational.com. You can buy my book there, or you can get my book on amazon.com. If you go to my website, please hit the connect with me button. And I would love to connect with you. I love people's hearts. I love hearing your stories. Even if we don't coach together, which how could you not want to have a darling in your hip pocket? Come on, people. We got to, I love working with people. Like I want to hear your stories and I want to like, I just, I know I'm not Mother Teresa and my heart just wants to be and give and do and see more greater things. Like it's about serving others. Like how can I serve you? Let me know. So go to my website and I'm on social media and that's the best way to to connect with me. And I do hope I am getting ready to post on my website and on social media. I'm going to have a workshop slash webinar style. It's absolutely free. It takes less than an hour and Through that, you will get some more tips and tools and a process to move you forward. And then you can determine, do I want to do a a deeper chat with Darlin? We can do a 30-minute chat and see if we can connect and I can serve you at a higher level. So that's one of the beautiful things. If you feel that you're stuck, and it doesn't matter if you're male or female, Darla can help you because of her master's level training with uh, neuro-linguistic programming. She is one of the most highly trained coaches I've ever run into. She knows how to move you out of whatever mindset you're currently in that's no longer serving you. So if you are prepared to change, she's definitely somebody that can guide you through that in a very gentle way. So Darla, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day with us thank you thank you so much i appreciate you janine this is the writer's hour creative conversations this is janine boland signing off for today and if you feel stuck and that you can't move forward on your dreams darla evan with her book broken to beautiful is there to guide you thank you for listening to the writer's hour to hear more about the creative conversations that janine boland is sharing with her listeners 
please visit janineboland.com forward slash guest. Guest.